the Helping Families Be Happy podcast, where we explore the often messy world of family love and relationships. I am your host, Dr. Carla Marie Manley, a practicing clinical psychologist, wellness advocate, and author based in Sonoma County, California. I've teamed up with Familius Publishing to bring you nourishing real-life information about love, family, relationships, and life. And now I am thrilled to introduce today's guests, Sabrina and Eunice Moyle, who will be talking with us about their books, including I Believe in You. Welcome to the podcast, Sabrina and Eunice. Thank you so much, Carla. It's great to be here. So tell me a little bit, maybe Sabrina, you can start a little bit about you and then Eunice, a little bit about you. Sure. Well, Eunice and I are sisters and we grew up in Asia. Our mom was born in uh, China and raised in Taiwan and our dad was was from Minnesota and worked for the U.S. government as a diplomat. So we grew up moving every two to three years and and all over the world and didn't move to the United States until we were 15. So we were exposed to a lot. And I'm an author now, but started out working in the arts and arts education, uh, funding arts programs in the public schools. And then Eunice and I started our company, Hello Lucky, which is a greeting card company and originally and now is a design studio. And we've been running that for 20 years. And it was recently about three years ago that we started publishing children's books. And I have I live in San Francisco and I'm a mom of three. Eunice, tell me a little bit about you. So I'm an illustrator and I'm just sort of art illustration side of the equation. And, um, and I have, let's see, I have two kids. I have a seven-year-old and a 10-year-old, big inspiration for a lot of our illustrations. They're extraordinarily silly and funny. Uh, and a dog and a cat and a, a very British husband, as a Sabrina has a very British husband too. <laughs> Beautiful background and so complimentary the two of you are, obviously. So Tell me a little bit about your book, I Believe in You, and how that came to be. Absolutely. Well, I Believe in You was really inspired by the educator Barbara Colorazzo. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, uh, with her or if your listeners are, but she wrote, she's written many books. One of them is called The Kids Are Worth It. And in it, she, she talks about how there are six critical life messages that children in particular, but that all of us need to hear. And those six messages are, I believe in you, I trust you, I know you can handle this, you are listened to, you are cared for, and you are very important to me. So when I read that book, I was so moved and felt so deeply resonant with those messages. I thought, well, how can we bring that into a children's book or you know, maybe a series of children's books, but at least in a minimum, how can we bring these messages into a children's book? And how can we illustrate what that relationship of unconditional love and mm. acceptance and support looks like between um, a parent or a grown-up, you know, caregiver and a child? And so that was really the inspiration um, behind "I Believe in You." And so we took the one message "I Believe in You" as the title, but really tried to bring in a lot of those other messages through what happens throughout the book. And so the book is about a relationship between a, a unicorn and a little dragon. And the little dragon doesn't know how to fly yet and is trying to learn how to fly. And so throughout the book, the the dragon tries these different ways of flying, eventually succeeds, but he fails as he or she, neither of them have a gender, but I'll, I'll use he for now. The dragon eventually, you know, fails 
gets mad, gets sad, goes through all the different feelings and ups and downs that we experience in life, that each time the unicorn is there believing in the dragon. Unicorn and a dragon. How can you go wrong? So, so Sabrina, let me slow it down for our listeners and talk about the six concepts for those who aren't familiar with those six principles that are so critical. And of course, and you're talking about them in and in in the context of raising children. And I, as a clinical psychologist, immediately hear them as being something that we can constantly expand to be a message for the self, an internal voice with those six messages, and of course, every relationship that we have in life. So let's slow it down a little bit and give listeners the opportunity to hear those messages again. So the first, of course, the title of the book, Mm -hmm. I Believe in You. Right. I Believe in You. And that is really just about having faith that no matter what, your child is going to be okay. Mm. No matter what. And the second one is, I trust you. Yes. Right. So the notion that you inherently will, that that your child might make a mistake, they might mess up, or they might be wanting to try something that's difficult, but you, you trust them. You trust that they're going to do the right thing. And if they don't, that they'll make it right, um, that they can fix it, that they can learn from it and move on. Um, so I trust you. The third one is, I know you can handle this. Mm. So, and, and that's like the antidote to the helicopter parent, right? It's like, okay, you, I'm going to try. And, and it goes hand in hand with, I trust you, right? I know you can do this. I'm not going to try to do it for you. You can handle this. So it's also about building the resilience and the self, sort of self-sufficiency of children and their self-confidence. I love that you said that as the antidote to being the helicopter parent, because I envision that as being, as, as opposed to being a helicopter parent, being the bird in the tree that's watching and, and trusting that all's going to be okay, but they are there with the wise eye if needed, right? right. But not hovering around. So a beautiful one. I love that. Okay. Exactly. Number four. Number four is you are listened to. Mm you are listened to because obviously there's an inherent power imbalance between a parent and a child. And it can be very easy for us to show children that we are not listening to them, whether we're on our phones or we get busy with life or whatnot. So for children, knowing that they're heard, knowing that you're paying attention and that their voice is important is incredibly important for them in terms of developing their self-esteem, their sense of self-efficacy in the world. Absolutely. And something that continues, all of these are continuing into adulthood, right? Exactly. Right. So, there we go. Exactly. It's a lifelong process. I, that's yes. why I say, you know, she, that's why I love this, her, these messages so much because they apply equally to adults. I mean, you, you're, Absolutely. we're constantly trying to mature emotionally, no matter how old we are. Right. And we can always use these lessons. So the fifth one is you are cared for. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's a pretty obvious one, but that you're caring for them. You're taking care of your basic need, their basic needs, but also taking care of their emotional needs as well as their physical needs. You are cared for. And then finally, you are very important to me. Right? Mm-hmm. Children need to know that they are a priority. And that can be very difficult in 
the very busy and distracted world that we live in and the world in which many parents are working a lot more than maybe they had to in the past because of the income divide and now coronavirus, right? So especially when there's a lot of stress in a family and a lot of distraction, um, you know, it's just very important for children to know that they are important, that they're a priority. And I, I love all of them. Five and six really remind me of attachment, right? And how important it is to have a child, have anyone in your life, know they are a priority, know they are important. Okay. Now I need several copies of this book. Okay. (laughs) Well, go and read Barbara Colorado. She is fantastic. I mean, she was the inspiration and she can shed even, I mean, she's, uh, you know, a veteran educator, so she can shed even more light on these. Her book is The Kids Are Worth It. Yeah, I actually am familiar with her work. I like how you're putting it into the into the context of a children's book that is easy, so you can take these concepts and really put them, distill them, and put into a children's book, so the children aren't learning one, two, three, four, five, six, but they are learning one, two, three, four, five, six simply by the fact that they're immersed in the message. I mean, I guess yeah, I'm very sort of organic parenting style. (laughs) Sabrina does a lot of reading and like thinking, and I just kind of, you know, go with the flow generally. Well, and I think you brought up three, I wrote them down, three really key pieces that humor, play, collaboration. Those are all, and it sounds like they also come out in your books as well, the humor, the play, and the collaboration, even, even between the dragon and the unicorn working collaboratively in some ways. And so I absolutely think that those are positive can-do points for listeners to take with them and say, okay, instead of maybe getting angry, maybe if I make a joke about it or if I make the activity playful and create that team effort, that collaborative effort. And my other, my other thing I feel like I, is one of my little like sort of parenting mantras is that I always tell them the truth. So if they ask me a question, even if it's a weird, awkward question or about a topic I'm like not super comfortable dealing with, I always just tell them the truth. I don't try to give them like the baby version of it. I generally, I mean, obviously like with appropriate language, of course, but I try to be really honest with them. And in the hopes that if we always from birth have had an open dialogue, then when really tough issues come up in their teenagers or whatever, they'll feel comfortable asking me about it and know that I'll give them what the the real story and not just like the sort of sugarcoat. And I really appreciate that. I'm so glad you brought that piece up because honesty, you know, which is part of the respect principle, right? So important. And as you said, somebody asks the questions, age appropriate response with honesty. What more, what, what more can we do as parents, right? Be direct, be kind, be, be honest. So my goodness, it sounds like your, your journey has been incredible and will continue to be incredible. What are a few key pieces, first Eunice and then Sabrina, that you would like listeners, readers as well, to take away from your work? I mean, for, for me, a lot, my, a lot of my main goal is really just joy and teaching, helping to teach parents how to be joyful with their kids and how to be warm with their kids and enjoy parenting because parenting can be really hard. Like it's not, it's not a joke. It's like one of the hardest jobs I've ever had, you know, and it is very hard sometimes to maintain sort of a, an open mind when things get really frustrating. And I like to think that, you know, our books help to give you tools to talk about things that are hard to explain maybe, or that are 
difficult to just work into a regular conversation out of nowhere. It gives you kind of a, a, a tool to work with and, and to get that message across. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful takeaways. So you're helping support joy in a parent's life to be joyful parents without taking away the truth. The parenting is indeed one of, if not the hardest job ever made. Oh my gosh. Yes, I agree with you. (laughs) How you you don't have to get a degree and a license to operate, like to raise human beings. I don't know, but. (laughs) I agree with you. I agree with you. We can talk about that later. (laughs) Advocate for that. All right, Sabrina, what what are a few takeaways? Yeah, I really see, I agree. Parenting is incredibly challenging, but it is also this incredible opportunity for transformation, Mm. right? And one of the things that I think I would love for listeners to reflect on is how are you using your parenting to transform yourself into a better human being so that you can model that for your child? And what's beautiful about being a parent is you're having to teach all of the basics of being a good human being from first principles, you know, to someone who hasn't learned them before. So it's an opportunity to start afresh. And it's also an opportunity to look within and examine patterns in your own life where maybe you are not as kind or compassionate or grateful or have as good boundaries as you would like, in part because of the conditioning and patterning from your own parents and your parents' parents and your parents' parents, right? So it is such an incredible opportunity. So that is one of the things we hope for with our books, as Eunice said, that they will serve as tools for both children and parents to learn and grow together. Because none of this, as we alluded to earlier, nobody's got this all figured out. And these are all lessons that we all have to continuously learn and grow and develop and practice throughout our entire lifetime. So what better time than with a child to be learning alongside with them and also to be receiving and, and, you know, and and picking up their joy, right. That Eunice talked about that. There's such a tremendous joy that can come with this process. If we allow ourselves to learn from our children as well. That was such a beautiful distillation just beautiful, beautiful. So thank you for that. A wonderful note to end on. And so thank you, Eunice and Sabrina, so much for being with me, with our listeners today. Where can our guests find the two of you and your work? Yes. Well, they can find us at hellolucky.com. We also have an author site, which is, I believe, moilsisters.com, although I'll pull it up while we're here. Oh, yeah, it's (laughs) moilsisters.com. It's a relatively new one, but you can find all of our books on that website, as well as information about booking us for school visits and things like that. We love doing author visits and Eunice will live draw while I read with when we when we do a reading for children or our groups. Um, and you can also find us on Instagram at Hello Lucky Cards and on Facebook at Hello Lucky Stationery. But Instagram is really where we're most active. Beautiful. And for listeners, it's M-O-Y lesisters.com. Again, M-O-Y-L-E-S-I-S-T-E-R-S.com. As we conclude today's podcast, I'd like to thank Familius Publishing for their support in bringing this podcast to your ears and your heart. We'd be thrilled if you'd subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review on iTunes and social media. 
If you'd like more wonderful Familius content, be sure to visit us at Familius.com, where you will find our Habit Hub blog, as well as a spectacular selection of books for families. One step at a time, we can make the world a happier place. Thank you for sharing your time with me, Dr. Carla Marie Manley. It's been a joy and a true pleasure. Be well and shine as only you can do.